afternoon we bless you for ushering us into a new month lord is your presence and your presence alone that has been responsible for our safety for our well-being for our provisions and lord of god in heaven as a family we have come to say thank you we have asked that in the name of jesus oh god in heaven let your word prevail let every heart be blessed let every spirit be lifted and the name of jesus be glorified even as i speak oh god in heaven i ask that you will empty me of self that as I speak, I will not speak of human wisdom, but Lord, I will communicate your truth, O God in heaven, that every heart today will be transformed in Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. And all the time, God is good. Praise God. Amen. Service will be slightly different um, today. Um, so, um, and I guess in the course of the sermon, you will understand my reasons why. Praise God. Hallelujah. But again, um, I'll just share the word of God briefly. And then we'll go into a time of praise and worship. And you'll understand why. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, by the grace of God, um, for those of us who perhaps, because I can see a couple of new faces here in church. Um, every, every month, as the Holy Spirit inspires us, um, the theme for this month is a month of growth. Praise the Lord. And the sub-team there is that we are going to be slaying the giants. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are going to be slaying the giants. I don't know what your giant may be, but everyone has a giant to confront. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, a man of God that I highly honor will say that there is every giant in every man's promised land. Praise the name of the Lord. Just like how God promised of Israel, but there were giants that they had to slay. Praise the name of the Lord. And so for this, all throughout this month, this is how we'll be um, joining along these lines, trusting the Lord to speak and to minister to us in the name of Jesus. Quickly, let's open our Bibles to the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4 from verses 12 to 16. 1 Timothy chapter 4 from verses 12 to 16. If you're there with me, say amen. And if you're not, just say wait for me. Praise God. Or for those, even for the sake of time, is all there on the screen. And we'll all read and be blessed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, this was Paul speaking to Timothy. And he says, let no one despise your youth, but be an example. Hallelujah. To the believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. It says, till I come, give attention to reading to exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift. Say with me, do not neglect the gift. Let's say it again. Do not neglect the gift. Hallelujah. It says, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by what? Prophecy. With the laying on of hands of the other ship. And it says, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress or your growth i put growth there because progress and growth is equal same thing it says that your growth may be evident to all and it says take heed to yourself and to doctrine it says continue in them for in doing this it says you will save both yourself and those who hear you hallelujah and we'll read second timothy chapter one from second timothy chapter one from verses three to seven quickly i read and it says i thank god whom i serve 
with a pure conscience. It says, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers, night and day, and greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. It says, when I call to remembrance the faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. And we look at what he says again. Therefore, I remind you to do what? Stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. It says for what? God has not given us the spirit of what? Fear. But what? Of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. God has not given us the spirit of what? Fear. But what? The spirit of what? Power, of love, and of a sound mind. For the sake of those who are writing the title of my sermon is in line with the theme of the month, which simply says grow. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, grow. Praise the name of the Lord. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is because the believer has a reality. And one of the things that makes us as believers is that we believe in the finished work of Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, by virtue of our faith in Lord Jesus Christ, everything that Jesus accomplished on the cross of Calvary, we are able to appropriate them. Praise the name of the Lord. It's almost like an inheritance. For those of us, perhaps your parents are affluent. When your parents are no longer here on the earth, you did not work for the money, but you what? You are entitled to everything they worked for by virtue of you what? Being born into that family. Therefore, you are appropriating their hard work to enjoy the, the spoils of their labor. And so here, John was saying that the reality of the believer is that for everyone that is born of God is what? Victorious. Hallelujah. That for everyone that is born of God is what? Victorious and overcomes the world. And he says this is the victory that has conquered and have overcome the world. He says our continuing persistent faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Hallelujah. So therefore, perhaps anybody here is challenged or is going through one challenge or the other. My announcement to you concerning your reality, who you really are, just like how I need not convince you of your gender, you are a lady or you're a man, is simply that for you as a believer, so long as you align to the finished work of Christ, the Bible says that what your reality is what victory. Praise the name of the Lord. Your reality is what victory. Now, many of you may wonder, but if my reality is victory, why does my life not reflect it? It does not matter. Praise the name of the Lord. The reason why I say it does not matter is because although it may not look like it, your reality is what? Victory. And this is the reason. Because there is a requirement. If you and I are going to enjoy that victory in Christ, the scripture requires that you and I align ourselves to certain things. Just like how Nicodemus came to Jesus in the night and said, Master, what can I do to be saved? Praise the name of the Lord. There is always something to do. For every promise of God, there is a requirement. The promises of God are not automatic. Praise God. As free and as cheap, so to speak, as free and as, um, 
One will say it's cheap, but it's not cheap because the blood of Jesus is expensive. But as free as salvation is, all you need to be saved is that what you must believe. And so here, I said that despite having the reality of the overcomer, there is a requirement for the manifestation for the believer. And the requirement is captured in the book of 1 Peter 2, verse 2. Peter was saying that what? As newborn babies, do what? Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may what? Grow thereby. Praise the name of the Lord. In other words, just as how for many of us here, nobody became an adult overnight. Praise God. There was a system of growth that your parents and my parents had to abide by to ensure that we transition from the stage of being an infant to a toddler, from a toddler to a teenager, from a teenager to a full-blown adult. Same pattern is obtained in scripture. And so here, the Bible says that what? As newborn babies, that if growth is what you desire as a believer, the only pattern or one of the key things that you and I must abide by is we must do what? Desire the sincere milk of the word. And I said, food is to the body. So also is the word of the Lord for the spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. And that is why you will understand that the devil will attack any system you have put in place to ensure that you grow in the word of God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. The devil will do every single thing. This is why many a time, I think I've said it here, that for us as Christians, many people will say, oh, I'm a prayer warrior. That's good. And for some will say that what? I am a student of scripture. So they will give you the Greek version, the Hebrew version, trying to show you how deep they are in the word. But the Bible says something. It says that what? The letter kill it. But what gives the life is the spirit. And so in the word of the Lord, there is a spirit backing every line of scripture. And so the devil would make sure that you don't come in contact with that spirit. That is why many of us will quote scriptures from Monday to, to, to Sunday. But yet the revelation backing that scripture is absent. The devil is after you and I not being filled with revelation. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so Paul was talking to Timothy and he said, till I come. Now, the reason why you must understand this was because Timothy became a pastor of a church at a very young age. If you're like me, when I was growing up, there are certain things that you were ambitious to do. But based on tradition, your parents will tell you, you are too young to do this certain thing. Praise the name of the Lord. And so Timothy was one of that people who experienced the same. And so Paul was quick to tell Timothy, do not let anybody despise your youth. Praise God. And so you must understand the context in which Timothy was being confronted with because he was challenged. Praise God. He was challenged. But Paul, who planted the church and Timothy to pastor the church, Paul was telling him that if you are going to fulfill the ministry that God has given to you, that my prescription will simply be this. It says, till I come, do what? Give attention to reading, to exhortation, and to doctrine. Remember, the Bible tells us that all scripture is profitable for what? For doctrine, for reproof, for righteousness. It said that the man of God may be what? Thoroughly furnished and equipped for every good work. In other words, you cannot do without scripture. 
You cannot be a victorious Christian without being a student of the word of God. Why? Because the only way you and I can grow is what? Through the word of God. When the Holy Spirit begins to unveil the revelation behind the letter. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. However, one of the ways through which the enemy attacks our growth is what we call depression. Praise God. Because he knows that the day you begin to grow, he will do every single thing to stunt your growth. Praise the name of the Lord. So why are you surprised that there is so much issue, even in the body of Christ, where there is so much, so much ovation given to mental health? Praise God. We see even pastors committing suicide. Praise God. And so you understand that this thing that we're talking about is not strange, even in the Christian world. Praise God. As a matter of fact, you know, it said that depression is defined as a mood disorder that is marked by varying degrees of sadness, despair, and loneliness, and that is typically accompanied by inactivity, guilt, loss of concentration, social withdrawal, sleep disturbances, and sometimes suicidal tendencies. And so if this be the case, then you must begin to ask yourself, why is the devil trying to get me depressed? Praise God. Why is the devil trying to get me depressed? The answer is simple. He is after your gift. Praise God. He is after your gift. This is why Paul was telling Timothy, do not neglect the gift that is in you. Because for God has not given up what? The spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, of power, and of a sound mind. What is in the gift? What is in the gift? You understand that your gifting is God's way of providing solutions and succor to the dying world. Praise the name of the Lord. So can you imagine when somebody like Nathaniel Bassi is depressed? The body of Christ is lacking songs. Praise the name of the Lord. Can you imagine when people like Dunsio, many of us who are aware, you know, he had a car crash yesterday. Praise the name of the Lord. And you're wondering, but why is this? The mission is simple. If I attack your gift, I attack your ministry. Praise God. Or can you imagine someone like Dami Bamiloye being depressed? Praise the name of the Lord. There are no ways to minister to the world. And so Paul is saying to Timothy, he says, do not what? Neglect the gift of God that is in you. Because he understands the devil's trick has always remained the same. Praise the name of the Lord. His agenda never changes. This is why Paul was coming and saying that, for we are unaware. We are not acting like as if we don't know the devil's devices. Praise the name of the Lord. And so whenever you find yourself in a place of sadness, in a place of loneliness, begin to ask yourself, am I neglecting the gift of God that is in me? Praise the name of the Lord. Because you understand that your assignment or your essence in life is being attacked. Why does it end in suicide? Praise God. Have you ever asked yourself, why does it end in suicide? Because he knows that once there's no longer breath in your lungs, for you, that gift is dead. That's why people like Dr. Miles Monroe will say that, you know, that the richest place on the earth 
It's not in the vaults or under the ground, but what? It's in the, it's in the graveyard. Because there are so many songs not written. There are so many books not written. There are so many scripts that could have been written that would have blessed the world and the name of Jesus is glorified. But why is it the same way? Because he understands that the moment I'm able to succeed in taking your life, that aspect of your gift is done with. Praise the name of the Lord. And this is why we must understand how to confront the enemy. You know, I saw this thing and, it's, and for me, although it says uh, symptoms, I saw it as progressions. Because you see, man is a spirit. Praise the name of the Lord. He lives in a body, but he has a soul. Praise the name of the Lord. And you understand that whenever depression begins to manifest, it starts with your emotions. All of a sudden, you find yourself sad. You are asking yourself, what is wrong? I don't know. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Or perhaps for many of us that came from Nigeria to the UK here, expecting a land that flows with milk and honey, and it's no longer the way you thought it was. All of a sudden, you find yourself, what? Why did I make this move? Why did I live where I was? I mean, if I stayed back, things may have been better. All of a sudden, you find yourself in anxiety. All of a sudden, fear begins to creep in. Then you begin to entertain thoughts that God did not originally inspire you to think. Praise the name of the Lord. And so you understand that it starts with your emotions. It progresses to your thoughts. All of a sudden, it begins to manifest itself physically. This is why many people become anorexic. You lose appetite to eat. You're losing weight. You're asking yourself, what is going on? But the Bible says that God has not given us what? The spirit of fear. Because yes, the medical field may have a name for it. I'm not despising that. No, I'm not. But for us who are spirit beings, we know that this life is more spiritual than it is physical. And so first and foremost, although they will say depression is a sickness, I agree. But it has a spiritual origin to it. This is why Paul was saying, I remind you, Timothy, God has not given us the spirit of fear. He has not given us the spirit of fear and anxiety. Because this is how those things begin to manifest. Then it manifests into certain behavioral patterns. Some people become alcoholics. Some become drug addicts. Why? Because they want to numb the pain that they are going through. But thanks be to God that we know that there, there is a cure. Hallelujah. There is what? A cure. There is what? A cure. Because for everything that the enemy introduces, God has what? An antidote. This is why the Bible said that for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. It says for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. But they are what? Mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. It says what? Casting down every argument and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing what? Every thought into captivity. It must obey. Hallelujah. It must obey. If we believe that the word of God is supreme, it must obey. And so you understand that if we are going to grow, we must desire the word of God. Hallelujah. There must be a place where it, you don't eat to enjoy, you eat to, 
to what? To survive. Praise the name of the Lord. And so as food is to the body, for you to survive, the word of God is our only escape from every attack of the enemy. Why? Because where the word of God is, there is faith. And when there is faith, you are able to quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And it says what? I'm being ready to punish every disobedience. Because when you begin to think depressive thought, it's a disobedience to design. It's an anomaly. When your computer is not functioning, it says an error. Hallelujah. The way God programmed you and I, depression was not supposed to be introduced. So it's an error. It's a disobedience. And you know what? It says, being ready to punish all disobedience until what? When our obedience is fulfilled. Hallelujah. And so in conclusion, what are those weapons of warfare? One of them is what? Praise and worship. Praise God. Because when you understand, when you begin to feel a certain way, then you know what to introduce in your atmosphere. Praise the name of the Lord. Because we know, look at what the Bible says in the book of 1 Samuel 16. It says, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and a what? A distressing spirit. Praise God. From the Lord troubled him. Now, I need to enlighten this. When it says a distressing spirit from the Lord troubled him, it wasn't God that sent the spirit. It was somebody's interpretation of that event. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the Bible said that what? There is no evil in God. Hallelujah. And so it says a distressing spirit. And it says, and Saul's servant said to him, surely a distressing spirit from God is troubling you. And it says, let our master now command servants who are before you to seek out a man who is what? A skillful player of the harp. And it shall be as he would play it. With his hands, when the spirit from the Lord is upon you, he says what? You shall be made well. And so when you understand things about praying in tongues, you don't pray in tongues to show that, that what? And I mean, Sabi God passed. No. You are confronting things that are not supposed to be. Because the Bible says that what? He that prayeth in an unknown tongue does what? Edifieth himself. Edify means to make better, to improve upon. And so you understand that you praying in tongues is not luxury. You are contending for your gift. Because until your gift gains expression, God cannot be glorified. Hallelujah. Until your gift gains expression, God is not glorified. Because for every time you show forth your gift, you are pointing to your creator. Everything created, when it's functioned according to, to design, is making reference to the person that created it. This is why for every time you see Tesla, you are thinking of Elon Musk. Praise the name of the Lord. You hold an iPad, you are thinking of Steve Jobs. Because what this is the originator of what I'm holding. So for you as a believer, every time you manifest in your gift, you are making reference to... This is why the Bible said that, you know what? For we are a holy nation. We are a chosen generation. It says, you know what? Called forth to show the praise of him who has called us. Praise the name of the Lord. And so in church this morning or after, we're going to be going through a time of praise and worship. But I want you to do it with understanding. Because you see, burdens are going to be lifted. Hallelujah. Burdens are going to be lifted. It is not supposed to be there. Hallelujah. 
I like that song from Josio Yeko. He said, I what? He said, my worship is my weapon. A song says, I raise a hallelujah because you know what? Praise is my weapon. So you understand when you are confronted, you know how to fight. John of Israel asked God, how are we going to fight? He said, let Judah go first. Praise the name of the Lord. So you know how to fight. In conclusion, Isaiah 61 verse 1 to 3 says, this Lord is upon me. He says, because the Lord has anointed me. He says, to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. To proclaim liberty to the captives. And the opening of the prison doors to those who are bound. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. The day of vengeance of our God. And he says to do what? To comfort all who mourn in Zion. He says to console those who mourn in Zion. He says to do what? To give them beauty for ashes. Oil of joy for the garment of praise. He says what? The spirit of, he said, the, sorry, the oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of what? Heaviness. That they may be called the trees of righteousness. The plantings of our God. Let us rise even as we begin to just prepare your hearts. Begin to pray and say, Father, even as I venture into this time of praise, everything that came with me to church, that is not of you, oh God, that Lord, I'm asking that burdens be lifted, that in the name of Jesus, every spirit of heaviness, the Bible says that indeed that God is giving me the garment of praise, that he's giving me the oil of joy for mourning. I cannot leave this place with this heaviness in my heart. That Lord in the name of Jesus. That Father in the name of Jesus. Lord oh God in heaven. I cannot live here the same way that I came. That nobody comes in contact with Jesus. And remains the same. Therefore Father in the name of Jesus oh God. Lord oh God in heaven we pray. The Bible said that indeed upon Mount Zion it says that the people shall be delivered. That Lord, oh God in heaven, let today be that day of deliverance. That Lord, in the name of Jesus, oh God.
61 verse 3 it says to console those who mourn in Zion to give them beauty for ashes oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called the trees of righteousness the plantings of the Lord that he may be glorified begin to pray and say father every spirit of heaviness I roll away in the name of Jesus every garment of heaviness i run away in the name of jesus you foul spirit of depression i cast you down in the name of jesus blessed be your holy name Shubarama Ray! 
16 verse 20 John 16 verse 20 Jesus saying it says most assuredly I say to you you will weep and lament it says but the world will rejoice it says you will be sorrowful it says but your sorrow will be turned into joy therefore begin to pray and say father turn every sorrow into joy in the name of Jesus Every sorrow, let it be turned to joy. Every sorrow, let it be turned to joy. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father I pray over these ones everyone with the spirit of heaviness I declare the chains broken in the name of Jesus every satanic garment I render it nothing in the name of Jesus father I begin to prophesy to their minds I say your mind shall be fruitful your mind shall be fruitful your heart will be full of joy and your body shall be free of sickness in the name of Jesus blessed be your holy name hallelujah hallelujah bless the name of the Lord bless the name of the Lord bless the name of the Lord hallelujah glory be to the name of Jesus 
Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. The Bible said that affliction shall not arise a second time. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, every issue that was settled today, you shall see them no more. Every issue you have seen today, you shall see them no more. I declare them settled in the name of Jesus. Let God be true and every man a liar. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I speak the goodness of God over you. The Bible says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. It shall be well with you. It shall be well with your family. It shall be well with your children. It shall be well with the works of your hands. Good things shall be spoken of you. Kings shall come to the brightness of your rising. And you shall glorify the name of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty and matchless name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. If you believe the Lord has been good, why don't you jam your hands in appreciation? Jam your hands in appreciation. Father, we just want to bless you. Father, we give you all the praise. Take all the glory. Take all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen.